Over the last couple of months, you've probably been questioning yourself whether I should buy now or should I wait? Is there a better opportunity around the corner? Is there a crash coming? Maybe I should wait because interest rates are so high. In this video, I wanna really go and deep dive into what thought process you need to have before making that decision around whether you should buy now or you should actually wait. And I'll share with you some insightful things that I learned from the buyer's agency with the conversations I have. And hopefully it points you in the right direction, whether that's to buy or to actually wait. I think it's more about self-awareness. So if you if you're interested, definitely keep watching. Hey guys, my name is Ravi and welcome back to Personal Finance with Ravi Sharma. If you're new here, smash that subscribe button because I talk about real estate, cryptocurrency and financial freedom. Now, buying is more a mindset game than it is about data. And I think so many people will overlook the mindset and the self-awareness piece and they jump straight to the data. Hey Ravi, the data is saying this, this is why I'm not going to buy. Or Ravi, this is what the data is saying, this is why I'm going to buy. And what I found with my experience of investing for almost 10 years now in property and then looking at all of the conversations, all the hundreds and hundreds of clients we've actually helped at the buyer's agency, I've realized there's a common trait amongst all these people that are actually going out there and doing really well with property and those who don't. And it all comes down to self-awareness. And what I mean by self-awareness is your level of risk appetite that you're aware of actually taking on. It's this level of unknown that you get with investing that some people can actually not handle the volatility. And in those cases, I've actually said to them, you're probably best not to invest at all. Just go and save your money. And even though you know you're probably going to work for the next 40 years and still not achieve financial freedom, it's probably the the only decision you have unless you're going to upgrade your mindset thinking beyond what the 99% of people are saying I've said it on this channel many times especially in the early days of making this YouTube channel I was saying that like a lot of my friends when I started they were all shitting on me the fact that I was going out investing regionally in areas and buying houses for like 230 240,000 dollars they were like why would you buy a house for that much when you can go and buy a unit in Sydney which was costing her like 300 or 400k at the time now granted those units have actually still grown but I've still outperform that market every single year. And I did that with a property that was definitely not desirable. People didn't like looking at it and I copped so much shit for it for so many years. Now, believe it or not, I was where you are right now. If you haven't bought property or you've got one or two and you're thinking, okay, I really don't wanna be carrying over across so much debt over a long period of time. Or you might be in a position where you're like, I wanna buy my first property, but if I screw up the first one, I'm pretty much done for the next 10 years. And it is true. The first one will set you up for success or for failure. So it's very important you get it right. So when I was purchasing my first one, I remember I was so scared. I was nervous and I'm like, yeah, but all the data is saying this and maybe it's not this. And I didn't know as much as I know now. And thank God, because I probably wouldn't have made a decision back then. But at the time I didn't have the right guidance and I still made a really good decision to actually go in. And ultimately it came down to one line that my dad said to me. He said, if you purchase well, what's the worst that's going to happen? And that really stuck with me. And every year I would always think about it and then look at my portfolio, reassess. And that is why when we set up search property, the buyer's agency, the whole idea was we need to buy well. Forget about the idea of selling and renovating and things like that. It's just, let's get the first step right, which again, makes such a big difference in building your foundation, which is buying well. And that might be buying under market value, buying with the right yields, buying in the right areas where the vacancy rates are low. So you know, you've got that rental growth for not just now, but moving forward, looking at the incoming supply, looking at macro, micro data, and then matching that all up with live feedback to know what's actually happening on the ground floor. And when I looked at all that, I said, okay, well, even if the market came down by 5%, 
5%. It pulled back for 5%. Either one of two things will happen. I'll be forced to sell. Okay, so how do I put myself in a position where I don't have to be forced to sell? And that might mean you have to wait a couple of extra months, but at least now you've got an emergency fund, which means if you did see prices come down, but your rents are still there, and for whatever reason, interest rates actually went up during that period as well, you would have your emergency fund to allow you to hold onto that property. And that is how wealth is actually generated in property. It's not just, hey, I got this property, I flipped it, and then I flipped it again, and 15 years later, I'm now wealthy. A lot of the wealth is driven by the people that just buy and hold. Now, I'm not saying that that is the best strategy, and I'm not even saying that flipping is a great strategy. What I'm trying to get across is that if you buy well, and you're able to hold that property during downturns, that is when you can get asset rich, and ultimately the cash flow comes off the back of that. Let me show you a couple of diagrams that will really bring this all together so you understand when is the right time to buy, why am I stopping right now, and what needs to happen in order for me to actually enter this market. I can totally understand the frustration for a lot of you guys where you guys got told by the media, by economists as well, coming out and saying, no, property price is gonna come down. They said it in 2020, they said it again in 2022, and it seems at this point it happens every single year. I've heard people actually talk about prices going down now in 2023 and 24, but then you've got multiple economists coming out and saying, well, no, the opposite's gonna happen. Have you not seen immigration? So let's look at this. This black line here is basically price, and price is never linear. You don't just go in and say, okay, I'm gonna bank in 10% every year or 5% every year growth. That just means I'm gonna get 5% this year, next year, and for the next 30 years. If it worked like that, it'd be too easy. You've got years where it's favorable to buy, and you've got years where it's favorable to sell. And what you can see is when prices go up, we see max greed. When prices start leveling out and actually dropping, we see max fear, and it continues. And the cycle continues over and over and over again. Now, does every cycle have to look like the last one? No, because then it would be too easy. It would rhyme. And even if I'm telling you about the cycles right now, I guarantee you, this is the only time I use the G word, guarantee you that when it's your money, the emotions kick in. And that's why when you have a purchase or you're making a purchase for your investment portfolio, you need to be completely logical. I would go on to argue that most of the things that you think about when you're actually purchasing an investment property actually don't matter. It really does not matter if you personally think the property can be rented out at a certain rate. You've got to rely on the experts in the area being the property managers and the pest and build guys and then the sales agents themselves. That's what you're effectively going and outsourcing. Now, the big question that you might have is whether I should buy now or wait for a crash. So let's look at that. Essentially, what we're looking at here in the black is price. And what some people are expecting is for prices to actually fall and probably fall by 30 or 40%. But in reality, what might actually happen is it's a smaller correction and we continue moving higher. Now, I'd say the probability of this reality situation playing out is a lot higher than the expectation scenario playing out here. But it doesn't matter which one plays out. What matters is where you're gonna maximize your returns. And that's gonna be this period of indecision where the market doesn't actually know what's gonna happen. That is the peak opportunity. Now, some people might wait for confirmation and some people might wanna get in earlier. A classic example of this was in early 2020 when I came out on the channel and I was like, look, prices are actually gonna go up. I know everyone out there saying prices will go down. It's because of simple economics, X, Y, and Z. And I shared all my insights as to why I thought prices would go up. Now, off the back of that, we did see the biggest property boom ever. Now we're in a position where, again, we're in this period where prices are going up, interest rates are high and potentially could go higher. But people are worried because we get told that there might be this crash, that we're gonna have this massive recession. And there's so many data indicators that are pointing to the fact that we might have this recession play out. Now, I'm not here to convince you whether to buy or not. What I'm here to convince you of is to think about how you would feel in both scenarios. If you don't purchase and the market drops, are you gonna be happy about that? Yeah, probably. But chances are, if you're not buying now and then there's peak fear, you're probably not buying then because you haven't really used those investing muscles. So when there's peak fear, everyone's nervous. That's probably not when you're gonna go all in. Equally, if you don't buy now and the market 
goes up and it goes up by 10%, 15% over the next two to three years. How does that make you feel? Maybe you've already got some investment properties and you're like, I don't really care because my investments currently will go up. Plus I've got some cash on the side. Yeah, perfectly fine. But what happens if you don't have a house? What happens if this is the closest you've gotten to actually purchasing an investment property? And now what's stopping you is listening to everyone that thinks they're an expert online as well as on TV. So the question is, what's your worst case? Now let's revisit some years where well, you've got 2008, 2018 and 2028 potentially. And that day is very important and we'll get to that in a second. Now in 2008, we obviously saw the GFC and we saw prices come back. They pulled back a little bit here in Australia, not as much as what they did in the US economy, but we weren't as affected. And you look back at that and you say, okay, I could have bought a house in Sydney for probably $300,000, which would now be worth closer to about 1.6 to $2 million, depending on where you bought. That's from a random suburb because that's what I did the research based on this video. Now, some areas would have outperformed that, some areas didn't do as well. But even if you bought at the top, literally the day that you bought and the next day the market crashed, if you're able to hold that property because you had the emergency fund, you actually had a strategy and you knew what you were doing, then you're in a position to go, well, it only took a couple of years for prices to get past that point and then I was in the profit. The same thing happened in 2017, 2018, where you had APRA come in, prices pulled back there as well. And again, if you purchased at the peak of that market, you're telling me now in 2023, you wouldn't be happy that you held that property. But the ongoing trend here is that even if prices do drop, if you have a strategy and you have money set aside for those odd occasions where there's a little bit more risk, then it means you can hold through turmoil and through volatility. Most people will crumble under that volatility because they didn't think about how they should invest. And I know this for a fact, given the last couple of years. If you think about it in 2022, you had people buy in Sydney, buy at the top of the market, prices started coming down. And what we can see is that prices came down by about 7%. There was mass panic, interest rates going up. Oh my God, a recession. In 2023, we're probably gonna see prices in Sydney go up by about 10%. And in 2024, we're gonna see new highs in the property market for Sydney. So again, it took about two to three years to go back to your position and then grow some. But the key is it's time in the market, not timing the market. If you can go in there and purchase the right assets at the right time, it'll set you up really nicely. But what's really interesting here is cycles of 10 years, you know, 2008, 2018, and potentially 2028. Now I made a video about where I think potentially prices could top out in the next cycle. Definitely go check out this video, but essentially it could be around 2027 to 2028. And that would just line up with this 10 year cycle that we've been seeing in Australian real estate. So whether it's gonna play out or not, I think the bigger thing to think about or the big takeaway from this video is where's your mindset at? Are you well prepared for what could come? And that might be both positive and negative. And in my opinion, this is the time where the maximum amount of returns are made. This is the time where if you can look through all the indecision, all the gray space that people have created for themselves, that is when you're gonna make life-changing wealth, which is what I think is playing out in the next couple of years. So if you have enjoyed this video and you wanna get more content like this, then definitely subscribe, smash that like for the video as well, and I'll catch you guys in the next one. Thanks guys.